4: I have absolutely created a monster. Welcome in to In Game Live right here on the Sports Grid for a Thursday night uh, edition. Uh, Appreciate you guys stopping I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Marv Albert. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm joined by Jared (laughs) Smith. Jared has been doing play by play, guys, throughout the entirety of the commercial break. Uh, But you know what? Uh, Fouled away. So, look, it looks like this Clippers game is going to be put to bed, which is yes. nice to see. Uh, the fourth quarter over looks like, though, it'll prop, yeah, It probably will go over this hey, by number the way, here. Damian
5: Lillard all of a sudden has three assists at halftime. I just wanted to put that out in the universe. He's still hitting a bunch of threes, though, isn't he? That, that yeah, points assist prop was the way to play it, huh? Uh, 23, he's probably 10 short. He's going to get like five assists in the second. No, he's going to get four assists and finish with seven in the hook. Because that's what it was, seven on the hook. He'll finish with seven, guaranteed. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> no, I listen. Know. I mean, I, I, I'm not just gonna put a bad in the universe. I, I think the Clippers' yeah. pick was a good pick. Seventeen and five ATS now off a loss, Kev. That's a good number wow. to keep an eye on. Definitely. Um, now, granted, there's a minute left. They're up 15. They're going to close this out. Uh, judge strikes yeah. out nice change at my So no, uh, no action for the Yanks in the eighth. Yeah. Clippers Clippers are going to close this out. I, I mean, what else can you say about LA? So they start out with a loss to the Lakers and then they mm-hmm. get to that certain point where they are just, they're not quite feeling themselves yet. And then the Phoenix game, and now they come back with a nice win over Dallas. So you would think that they're back to doing what they do, right?
4: Yeah, no. Look, they they look good, undoubtedly. Um, in yeah, this spot here, they've responded well uh, after two losses, which yeah, is important for a series, right? Because exactly. you would think, you know, they're gonna have to be beat twice in a row. Oh, wow. Uh, is it is this? Hey, <laughs> you know, it's always funny how it goes. Um, but as far as that live over under that we played, uh, it was a final mm. Marcus Morris three that'll break it. They're they're gonna let this oh, thing run out. It'll go over. By a point and a half. Uh, And it's because the Clippers scored 35. Yeah. Um, You know, and look, that's how it goes, so guys. That's how it goes. Um, I I can't necessarily say it was the right play. It's been a rough night Um, for me, too. We were expecting Dallas to not have it offensively. That was the case. Yeah. The Clippers scored 35 points. Okay? Uh, That's just the Clippers scored 23 points in the first quarter, Jared. 36 in the second. 32 in the third, 35 in the fourth. That's how you bounce. That's how you close a game.
5: It's impressive. Um, Let's look at the numbers. How did Kawhi finish? Donchick still, though, Kev, 29-6. But, again, the four turnovers. Now, no turnovers in the second half, but they were probably not really defending. Maybe I guess they were. I guess that's kind of impressive, right, Kev? Four turnovers at half for Donchick, no turnovers in the second half. Donchick's a stud, man. Luca, he can mm-hmm. wear whatever number he wants. He can wear seven. He can he can be a Boeing seven forty seven for all he cares. He looks good, yeah. man. Like he's a he's a he's got to be a buy low MVP guy, right? Maybe not even buy low at this point, but he's got to be an MVP you... guy next year. You look at because he's not going to be picked to the oh. top five, right? Oh think no, he outside I think he will. the top five. You think he'll be so LeBron AD?
4: Giannis. He'll be above AD. Look, he's he going to finish top five AD. this year. He's going to finish yeah, top five absolutely. this year, right? So you ask yourself, Curry, Durant will get back Curry, in the fold.
5: Exactly. I, I, I think pro- he's
4: outside the top five. I think he's booked outside the top five. I'm not sure how high LeBron. Like, you know, is Giannis going to be able to win three in a row? I would. You know, Harden never seemingly gets the. He's going to be
5: right yeah. in the mix. He's going to be right in the mix. But I guess um, that might be a good and- that that might be a good dividing line. You know, if you want to kind of say line in the sand, if he's outside of the top five, he's a bet. Because Mm. what you're saying is he should be in the top five. So if the books don't give him that respect and they lean on guys that have done it before, like the Currys and the Hardens, who might not be at the peak of their game right now, I think maybe they're a step slower than their peak, whereas Doncic is now in his peak. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's value there is what you're saying. Yeah, I think...
4: You know what? Honestly, this is a topic that I probably won't get the chance to talk about again here for a while. It's a very interesting one, so I want to run with it this is. for a second here. You like, absolutely,
5: because so, it's a topic you probably could only talk about with me, to be perfectly frank.
4: Yeah. So, so <laughs> let's know, think about this, right? Is is LeBron going to still be going for MVPs at this point next year? That's tough to say. Also, does how that, do that then mean that Anthony, year?
5: like, if LeBron with the title and MVP, you know, like that might determine how it goes. Right, and and if that happens, maybe next year is more of a post regular
4: season. That's always plausible. Uh, is Anthony Davis still going to be able to win an MVP? You know, next to LeBron, they might chew into each other's votes enough. Kawhi won't play it to me. Kawhi will never win an MVP. He'll never play enough games to be able to do that. Giannis will not win three in a row. I can tell you right now. No bigger uh, waste of time than betting Giannis MVP next year. No one's gonna. He's not going to win three in a row. Steph Curry will be back in the fold, but will the, will. You know, he'd still be the same. It's been a while since we've seen Steph Curry play. Uh, you know, James Harden is always the bridesmaid, never the bride, it feels like, with these MVP awards. Great years, but, you know, it's just people have kind of gotten over it. The guy is normalized, scoring 36 points with eight assists and eight boards. Like, that's just now what the Harden situation seemingly is. I mean, I, as we keep going through this list, right, uh, Joel Embiid, who knows, there need to be a big shakeup there. Damian Lillard, I I have my doubts over it. If this Mavericks team was able to improve here, Jared, I think there's a world he's actually might be priced in the top three. Or maybe the answer then is, though, as you're saying this, if he's not, then it really might be a bet because
5: he probably should be. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Hold on, let me look up what the MVP odds were this year. I mean, it's probably, it's apples to apples. Uh, MVP, uh, it's, it, it's not, it's not apples to apples. Um, yeah, here we go. I found it. I found it. Um, oh no, that was this year. Yeah, this is tough. I, I'm gonna have to do some digging on this. I, I think it's not apples to apples because you don't have like the baseline of what the Mavericks did last year. And another, there's a couple of other things that I would say to, to factor in, where is the season being played next year? Is it going to be in a bubble? Is the season in a bubble next year? Is the season going to be 82 games next year? Because I'd be willing to take a shot on someone further down on the board if the season was 50 games next year. Now, I have no idea what the season is going to be next year. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. let's just get through this season first, right? But I think those are all parameters that I would definitely want to know before I pulled the trigger. I don't know. I feel like top three is really giving Luca a lot of respect. I'd be shocked if he was in the top three because I'm sorry. He's going to be honest. I have to be in the top two.
4: The it's thing curry, is I mean. he's going Obviously, to finish third on ballots this year.
5: That's true. Right? He's but that's, going but to that's finish a year with no curry and that's a year sure. with Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. I guess the Rockets like, and the and the But here's the thing
4: like, do you think there. Kevin Durant's pushing like there's yeah, gonna do you true. think Kevin Durant's pushing for an MVP next year in Brooklyn? That one of the more interesting <sighs> I mean, is Brooklyn gonna Brooklyn's be priced as the favorite next year? What if they trade Brooklyn for Bradley has to be Beal? The
5: favorite in the- Brooklyn has to be the favorite in the East next year. They have to be. And if they're the favorite, then what does that mean? Oh, you know, if they, Brooklyn, if they, if, 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 if the Bucs don't win the title, Brooklyn will be the favorite in the East. If the Bucs don't win the East, Brooklyn will be the favorite in the East. Oh, if the Bucs yeah, can't win the East important. this year. Right. I mean, the, or maybe they're the second favorite behind the Bucks. Well they if the no if the, if the Bucks teams.
4: if if the Bucks don't win the east the, the Nets then will be favored because basically yeah, I then agree. I agree. what will happen is everyone will say oh they they can't win that but yes. that's what would happen if the Bucks make it out of the east certainly if they win the title they will be favored um I, I man it's interesting I want to put a pin in this quickly Jared Lakers, Rockets, you doing anything with this basketball game here? Uh, when you look at the numbers that are being uh, offered over at the fans, i two Sports bets in a row Book. now. Again, for people, everybody that needs to know, AD is playing. LeBron, not. Harden playing. Westbrook, not. Rockets favored
5: by three and a half total. 227 and a half in this one. I saw an interesting stat. Actually, here you go. I'm going to find this stat right now for you, Kev, because yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this stat. And I think this stat might be something that we talk about in a second, too. Lakers without LeBron this year, 2-1 ATS, 2-1 straight up. Rockets without Russ this year, 4-5 straight up, 2-7 ATS. 2-7 mm. ATS without Russell this year. So,
4: so Lakers. Here's the thing I can tell you about now. This is where, I guess, I can somewhat come ahead. I can tell you all three games that LeBron made. Okay. <laughs> um, one I'm
5: of sure them was against. Tell me what he had for breakfast those days too.
4: <laughs> so one of those games was against the Thunder. Anthony Davis shout out as shout out as well as did Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma that. and Caruso blew the doors off. Them. And you still almost won. put. Yeah, 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 it was a yeah. They blew the door. It was crazy. They were like ten point dogs. Crazy. Yeah, okay, I remember that. The game. there was another one of those games that they won was against the Warriors Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like it was the Warrior. They, they, but they, yeah, the other one was they, Boston, right? Denver. Okay. Oh, was, that's right. It was mm-hmm. Denver. And it's the only time I have bet against the Lakers all year. And I laughed. I said, it's amazing. The only time that I'm betting against the Lakers is basically a pro LeBron bet. Yeah. And the nuggets so, and the nuggets beat them up pretty good. I'm telling you though, I mean, man, this total, two twenty-seven and a half. 27 and a half. Harden should know, slow right? things down. I think it might be oh, high. Wow. And this first half number of one sixteen, like LeBron, have you seen the Lakers starting lineup? Like Quinn Cook started. Like the only qu- problem might be Le-
5: you know Harden and might have. Quinn Cook's first basket at eleven to one. Absolutely. I mean, I think they should run the offense. through the guy. <laughs> I I actually like Quinn Cook coming out of college. He had a nice little career at Duke. Nice. Little he career. was fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's, he's, nice. made a, he's made it. He's made a spot
4: for himself here. But the oh, yeah. totals one sixteen for the first half. I know I've gotten cute total sometimes, but uh, I could just you know because we, we've talked about this before, right? like kind of adjusting numbers, if you will, like if you score 116 first half points or on page for 232, the, the full game number's 227 and a half, that maybe then is a reason to play. Uh, I, I'm going to take a stab here, Jared, with this, mm. with this first half under. Um, I, and I, I
5: was going to say, what's the first
4: quarter under? I think it's 57 and a half. I see 58 and a half. Let me see here. Is that what it is? Effort. Yeah, no, 58 and a half solid.
5: Yeah. I, I would say that would be my choice other than the first because what you would guess is you would guess that if the Lakers start slow and then they get go to any of their bench at all, it's going to get even slower. And if the Rockets yeah. get slow, Here's the You know what guys, here's the danger in, though with the Thunder is both teams
4: like the, the Rockets only scored 102. By the points way, it's about to be
5: out. 2-2 in Houston, Arizona, in the sixth inning. So if you if you touch Fantastic. that over five, you're not you're not going to lose. You're just going to push at worst, but you're probably going to win because it's it's only the sixth inning and you're over five. Damn! I wish I had good. that. Was a good bet. That was a good pick. That that total went way too low. That total went too low. Yeah. Uh, all right. We
4: had a break. We come back more in game live right here on the Grid. to
5: keep it locked.
7: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: All right, guys, welcome back right here to Endgame Live, Kevin Walsh and Jared Smith. Uh, by the way, Blazers Nuggets is underway in the second half. Uh, and then the Lakers and the Rockets are about underway as well. The Blazers, Nuggets, live lines. Uh the Nuggets scored a quick three points at 62.52 now, nine and a half, two twenty-five and a half to total. Jared, you're though looking over right now uh in MLB. Yeah,
5: I mean, I think you gotta give a little sprinkle to the Yanks here, right? Hector Narris has not been, by any accounts, a lockdown closer. Uh, he had to come in to pitch to judge in the eighth. I'm assuming he stays in the pitch the ninth. He's the closer. Now, that obviously would change the dynamic, but you put Naris in, you sit him down, now you bring him back in for the ninth. We always know the extra out, extra pitches in the eighth inning when you have to go down and then back up again can struggle. You know, pitchers can struggle with that, closers can struggle with that. Usually they like the clean inning. So you're getting five to one on something. I would say, you know, it's plus 520 now. I'm assuming he threw a strike. He did. Um, Urshela, Sanchez Wade. My guess is pinch hitter for Wade if there's guys on, especially. Yeah, I don't even know who. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ford. Ford's probably going to come off the bench to fit hit, to pinch hit here. Is my guess. Uh, did Lemayhu start this foul. game? No, he did not. So he's available too. Good yeah. call. Lemayhu's available. Um, Lemayhu oh, and he, Ford are available right now. I would say LeMayu because he can come in and play second in extra innings. Lemayhu will who, pinch hit for Wade in this spot likely. Unless, yeah. unless Boone mm-hmm. just wants to give him the day off, as Urshela pops one out, so now there's one out. So if you didn't bet it yet, you're going to get it at a much better number now. It's plus nine twenty now, and it's two two bottom six, Houston, Arizona. So that five we gave you is already a push. You're welcome. I'm winning for Good. other people, just not me. Uh,
4: you know what? I, I, it, it's uh, you could argue what the job description is, but I'm pretty sure your <laughs> other people might. Take uh, precedent. Uh, so no, we're, we're going to keep following um, everything that we have here. Did, did your MLS game get underway yet?
5: That's a good question, too. I don't think it um, has. Um, still delayed. Good call. Nope, still delayed. Well, the good news is off some late-night soccer to watch. Now, does that uh,
4: worry you at all, very, What's up? From a total perspective, like d- a for delay something.
5: there? Like, yeah, like anything for you on that or just let it be? I think if you're on the game already, ooh, Gary just laced one foul. Um, if you're on the game already, no, you just, you, I, I don't think you overcap a game that goes into a delay. But if you're not on it, I think the angle for a first half under, I always thought this about uh, offense in baseball. A long rain delay, I always thought favored the pitchers as Gary swings at a really bad slider in the dirt, one and two. Um, I, I, I always thought that the delays favored the pitchers because the hitters got juiced up and then they kind of relaxed a little bit. And I think the pitcher, when you're warming up, can get up quicker than the hitters can. I always thought the late rain delays favored uh, the pitchers. But, I, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I have no empirical data to support that at all. It's just it's just a Jared gut feeling.
4: No, I, I, uh, I get you on that. Man, interesting here with the Bray and the Blue Jays, yeah. uh, as they are now tied three three. So here's what stands out: So We we you know this is it's it's, it's kind of a betting baseball one on one. you rather uh, if you're going to live bet, you'd rather bet on the team up pitching rather than hitting. You'll get a better number, but but the Braves Blue Jays number is the same, if not better, for the Braves as it was pregame, with the Blue Jays sending the top of the order, Bo Bichette, Gavin Biggio, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. to the plate. I know you want to pick your spots here, obviously. Okay, We're talking about the value, but it's almost... Look, it's not now or never. We might get extra here. But plus 104 on the Blue Jays sending those bats to the plate is enticing.
5: Yeah, I agree. Gary just popped out. So uh, down to the final out, I would not recommend playing this now. Um. Wow, Houston, Arizona's 2-2 bases loaded. Let's check this Toronto game. Uh, minus 130 now. It's in the eighth inning. The question is, which bullpen do you trust? Well, Reese McGuire is, is, is batting. Now. So
4: I, I got faulty information on who was leading off the inning, which changes the
5: thought process a bit. I'm pulling up bullpen ERAs now. That's one of my favorite stats to look at. By the way, don't here's a, here's another baseball wagering one-on-one tip: never bet a full game money line without looking at the bullpen ERA first. And if that bullpen ERA is above five, and you want to bet the game because the starting pitcher's on the mound, bet the first five instead. First five. It's just you're going to save yourself a lot of tumult in innings six through nine. That is unnecessary. You know what's
4: interesting with baseball as as you pull up some numbers there? Yeah, I would say that betting like. NBA or NFL first halves, people do it, but it's far, like, you don't see it anywhere near as much as baseball first
5: fives from what you would probably consider sharper, better. Agreed. Sharp better. Wow, the Phillies have a 9.1 ERA in the bullpen. Um, Toronto has... And I think Gary, I think, uh, DJ is going to strike out Toronto's a three, nine, two, they're ranked 16th. That's not bad. The Braves are really good bullpen. Top five, top six bullpen, two, two, seven, nine. So I would lean Braves in that spot, Kev. Um, but I'm not playing that. I'm not going to play Blue Jays Braves. I already won money in that game. Yeah. Look, and it
4: obviously is one that you can, uh, let go to the wayside. Um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you another betting strategy. Because I think that always helps too when the board isn't super enticing. So D backs Astros is now 3-2. Um, so you've got your push, right? Do you live bet right now at FanDuel under seven and a half or plus one twenty-two? Hope this no. number lands six or seven, or do you just Mm-mm. look you you basically have a free bet, right? Yeah, you're not gonna you are not going you can not lose the bet. You let it ride, or do you look to middle
5: middle potential? I, I, wouldn't touch, I would not touch any under in one of those games where all of a sudden the snowball is happening. Baseball, basketball is funny, and you know this, because you, you get to a certain point in a total where it's like a tipping point, and you're like, if they keep scoring, the over is going to hit. Baseball is the same way, but in baseball, there's no clock. So it just, you know, that's the great equalizer in basketball. You have the clock that can stop momentum. In baseball, it just snowballs and snowballs and it snowballs. And if you don't have a stop for it, it just, you bleed out. So I don't like coming back on the other side of baseball because there's no clock. When you're hedging a bet, so this is, this is like, options trading 101 you're live betting is just options trading it's in tra- it's the intrinsic value of time and you can use the clock as an ally when you're coming back on something so let's say you bet clippers minus four and the clippers have like a dj lemay you base hit this guy is unbelievable he just gets base hits so we got a runner on tying runs on um you you get to this point where the clock is your friend in, in the live betting situation. You don't have that option in baseball. So I, that's why baseball, if I make a live bet, I'm there. And that's my position. Because the clock is your main ally when you're betting live. You're using the clock as an escalator. How much time is left and how many points are they either up or down for them to make this bet. So that's why baseball live betting is very tricky. Because there's no clock, and the clock is part of your data that you kind of work into your live algorithm in your head when you're punching up the numbers or trying to, at least. So, baseball live betting—that's why it's tough. If that makes any sense at all.
4: No, I think I think, I think it does assists, make a
5: lot of sense. He has five assists. Good, by good. Way. good. Let's go, game. Um,
4: Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so the Yanks, I see plus seven ninety now.
5: Oh boy. Oh, 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 oh! A little ball in the dirt. LeMay, you almost got to second, but he did not. He not quite far away from Real Muto. Real Muto's you had know, a heck of a game. Killed my first in no easy. run score very, very good. Homer in the first Here's game. the thing of why I actually would like to follow this game to its
4: close is now the lead, the go ahead run is out to play. That is a big deal. I know there's two out. That is a big deal. Who is at the play? Talkman. Talkman? I hit. Talkman is clashing. He oh, he's a he's a classic gang. Right? Yeah.
5: Just fits. Actually, fits I heard a great spot on Joe and Evans show today on FAN where Boone was talking about how Talkman was an impact player for them. Both sides. Like impact. Mm-hmm. Like not just like a good player, like impact player. Like Aaron yeah. Judge type of impact. He, is, well, he has become – no, I'm, I'm, he compared him to he – said, he said he didn't get the credit that he deserved because he has all these other guys in the outfield, Judge and Stanton and Gardner, that have been there for so long and that have been doing it at such a high level. But Talkman is as good as those guys. He said it. He said he is as much impactful to our lineup as all of those guys.
4: Am I, I allowed to disagree to with Aaron Boone, even though he Talkman, should know better than hit, me?
5: Base hit. Base hit. First to third LeMayhew. Here we go. Judge is now coming up. No, not Judge. I wish. Judge pinch hit in the last inning, remember? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know where he was. Plus 350 now. It's the top of the order, though. It's the top of the order, though. And it's going to be, dude, Talkman's having a night, too. It's going to be Voigt, who's 0 for 3. Plus 350? If Voigt goes Go ahead, run is on
4: base. 350. This is interesting. This is live. This Would is you ever live? And what, what number, what number was it heading into the inning, Jared? Plus 490.
5: It was 5 to four 1. 490. Plus 490. Nine. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, now it's gonna be. Yeah. So you got void at the plate. And again, this is the situation with Narris Kev. This is why we said it the last inning. He had to pitch mm-hmm. to judge in the eighth. So he already burned up some bullets doing that. Then he gets sure. up in the ninth, and he gets off to a good start. But then he gets into a little trouble. Now he's at twenty-five pitches, and now he has to face a very dangerous hitter, and a base hit ties the game. Right. That's and why I, that, I, that eighth inning at bat by Judge was big. It was big. Yeah. And it's what
4: you say though. You can't, you know, you you can't sit on the ball. Whatever, you, like you have to pitch to DJ LeMay. You have yeah. to pitch to Talkman. You, there's no other way around that. You oh, now have to just the Luke void. void. Oh,
5: he almost hit Void. Oh, my God. Ooh. I would
4: have loaded the bases. Tell I me mean, not, though, right? You, when, when you really have money on a game and when a pitch is high and inside, isn't it so easy as a fan to go,
5: wear it? Wear that thing. What are you doing? I mean, it would have helped him a little bit, I guess. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you put the go ahead run. Oh, forward.
0: Void! Oh, Void!
5: Oh, he just missed it to the track. Fly out to the track to end it. He missed the home run by about ten feet.
4: All right, we hit a break. One game. You made your mind. We'll be right back for sure. Or in-game live.
7: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: All right, guys. Right back here on In Game Live on the grid. Kevin Walsh and Jared Smith. Hit us up over on Twitter. Let us know what you guys are on tonight. You can find Jared over at Jared Lee Smith. You can find myself over at the Kevin Walsh. Uh, for all the love that will continue when we wrap up here in just about a half hour, you go over to Sports Grid Radio, where we will pass the baton to Pharrell on the bench with Dutch. De- the, the late slate there uh, underway. Uh, of course, Scotty Pharrell hosting that show. Then Sports Rage late at night, Gabe Marinci, Uh And who knows, depending on what hours you guys keep, Bagels and Bad Beats. Uh, Scott Wetzel <laughs> back in action. Uh, that is always I on, a on that fun show. Time, this Check that out, uh, Joe. Joe
5: Pizza Yeah, I woke up early for Joe. I'm a little tired. It's a long day for me. I had a Kevin Walsh kind of day, morning yeah. and night. Yeah, that's, Putting, that's, burning that's, that's, the that's... burning the candle on both ends, as they say, bro.
4: Did you did you hit the uh, did you hit the other Kevin Walsh? Snap! That's hey, really
5: Lillard, cool. six assists. We're two away, and we've got a whole fourth quarter to go in a close game. Yeah, you would think he, got he it. should hit that right. Two assists yeah. in the fourth. He, he he should hit it. He could hit it now. He should easily get that. There's really no... You know this game's heating up. This game's going to hit that over. What was it, 224? We saw 220? We're, 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 we're looking at 230 and a half now. I had a feeling yeah. this game was going to heat up. The Blazers are out for blood. I'll tell you who looks really good, too, is Mellow. Mellow had 11 boards. <laughs> what was it, two nights ago? 11 rebounds yeah. for Mellow. And I know he's rebounded in the past, but not Mellow 2.0. Melo 2.0 has been more of a shooter, and he made some shots the other yeah. night, too. But, Kev, did you see him grab some boards last night? He looked like old-school mellow, bully mellow, Nuggets mellow getting after the it. Thing about Mel, the thing
4: about that, Melo, the thing that he's doing right now that I like and is impressive is he gets these threes under a minute, whatever it might be. He's not mm. thinking twice, and he's knocking them down. And that's big. That can be the swing for them. And I'll tell you this, okay, guys? I hope this Blazers team makes the playoffs because what's going to happen is I, I think we might get a lot of value on the Lakers. I think people are going to buy hard. I think people are going to buy hard really? on this. Blazers. Here's
5: my question: Blazers, Pelicans, for them to finish in the playoff, like don't, isn't isn't there a scenario where they both could finish close to each other in the eighth spot and they have a best of three to get in? Or one game? Yeah. How that? How would that work? That's what oh. I want to see because I looked up the schedule. Yeah. The Blazers don't play the Pelicans. That's mm-hmm. the matchup I want to see. So me, what those you would need, teams, I think, for the 8 so what you would need is one of either the
4: Pelicans or the Blazers to be the eighth seed. Let's for this say that. Let's say you need the Blazers to grab the eight, Pelicans to grab the nine. They're within four games of each other. The eight and nine will be within four games of each other in the West now. There's no doubt about it. And what they would do is the eighth seed okay, has to win one of two games where the ninth seed needs to win both in a play-in scenario. Okay? Right now, with the way Memphis is looking, um, with the fact, though, that this game slipped away today from the Pelicans, I think it's very possible that the Suns are involved. The Spurs, though, got a gift. Got a gift. I don't know if you saw this, Jared. They play the Jazz tomorrow. No Rudy Gobert. No Donovan Mitchell. Wow. No Mike yeah. Conley. All resting. The,
5: the Spurs got a big gift. But look, this Suns team's four and zero. Well, that well, that's what I was going to ask you next. Uh, I saw a stat today, and this does not take into this uh, today's game. But let me throw a couple stats to you, and you tell me if this concerns you or doesn't concern you. Sure. Lakers averaging 112 points per game this season. They have the biggest difference in their points per game in the bubble, 96. It's a minus 16 compared to what we saw outside the bubble in the regular season. And I know the Lakers are going through the motions. We talked about this yesterday. Does that concern you at all? And here's the reason that I ask. Are the Lakers immune to falling into a doldrum when the playoff starts too? It's hard, as you know, to just flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Can they flip the switch? If any team can do it, it's LeBron and the Lakers. But is this team capable of that? That's a big gap between what they did during the regular season and what they've done in the bubble, right? 16 points. Yeah. If you look at the rest of this list, no one's even higher than eight. And they're mm-hmm. at 16. Mm-hmm. That's a, So, Does that concern you at all? Here's the thing with the Lakers. Um,
4: LeBron right now, from people who have been watching these games closely and, and the way it seems, Picking his spot. That makes sense. There's no player that's going to trust himself more to be able to do that. No player will trust himself more. What he will worry about, though, is the rest of them. He will worry about even AD, Danny Green, Deion Waiters, Caruso. He will worry about the rest of them. I think that might have even been a reason why he is sitting tonight. And AD, who was bad against OKC, is not sitting tonight. Will it concern me as we get into the place? Because, look, this Blazers team does look good. Yusef Nurkic being back does make them a very different basketball team than the one that is struggling to get involved. But they only need two performances here in the final, what would be their final three games, I think, to quell a lot of the concerns. They, they're going to play the Pacers. They're going to play the Nuggets. And then their final game is against Sacramento. Um, you only really need to see one, I think, good game from them to be like, oh, okay, they're fine. And I think there's a very realistic possibility that we will see it. But it is fair to to, to ask, right? I mean, at the end of the day, they scored eighty six points in the game. So it's unacceptable. That can't be. Okay. I mean we saw a game we, the Kings scored 140 in the game.
5: I know. So, I don't and care. And I don't know, care what you is Pelicans wise. Uh, I, did that game kind of put them on the outside of any realistic chance today? You think? I think it might have. I think it might have. And yeah. look, I don't want to
4: overreact. Okay, we've seen this song and dance before, where the team acquires a player well, and you go oh,
5: Obviously, out. Lillard's unbelievable, Kev. Lillard's uh, unbelievable. It, over Lillard. Lillard has point thirty points, two. thirty points, yeah. six assists, and there's three minutes left in the third quarter. And
4: this is why He's people
5: are worried. Easily tonight,
4: yeah. This is why people think that they are dangerous because Lillard has the ability to be <laughs> the best player on a court on a given night.
5: And if not him, it's CJ. And and yeah. Nurkic is now becoming a guy who is, I would say, as important to this team as those other two. I think if the three of those guys are all playing at their peak, they are they can beat any team in the league on any night. If those on any night are at their peak, over
4: over the course of four. Over the course of seven, rather, to me, no. They would need to continue like, to play at that level. Like, they got swept. Like, we can't. Wow. Willard
5: is hit another three. Oh, my God. He's got 33 points.
4: He has this ability, man. He has this ability oh, to take he's over. He's nine
5: of 12 from three. He's Ridiculous. nine of 12 Ridiculous. from
4: three. Here's what's three. interesting, though, Jared, right? Um, when a guy has that kind of game, you, you know, you say, oh, okay, next game, does he bottom out? Mm. Lillard, though, right, with what we've kind of seen from Dame a couple of times, uh, he'll go on a couple of runs. Like, I'm curious, Dame's – and, of course, all these games matter, right? Like, could we now see a little bit of a stretch here from Lillard? Remember, what would you say, four games or so in a row you were playing Lillard over three-point props? Yeah. Could you now – There, so after this game, Clippers, wow. Clippers Sixers, Mavs, Nets, Ooh, ooh, that is an interesting run they've got coming up.
5: Who plays the Nets last? That's the, the, Blazers? the Blazers. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Blazers are the eight seed. The, just, but, they've got, but listen, it's Clippers,
4: back to back, Sixers, Maverick. They do the Clippers tomorrow? On Saturday. And then the Sunday back to back is Philly. Philly's the back to
6: back. But
5: here's the thing, though. What's Philly's situation now? Is Philly a yeah. team? So I, I, we, we, we did this this morning, and I think it's important because I think before you even start handicapping an NBA game, you need to separate the teams. There are two major categories, and there might be a third. The two major categories are motivated and unmotivated. Right. The third category is unmotivated but still a really good team, and that's obviously Lakers and Bucks. So I think those two teams are separate from the rest of the categories, Kev. I think those two teams are separate. So you take the other 21 teams left in the bubble, or, yeah, 21 teams, and you put them all into this category, or 20 teams, there's 22 teams. So you put 20 teams in this category, motivated, unmotivated. Where are the Sixers now? Without Simmons, their seating is pretty much locked. They're not going to be higher than four. They're not going to be lower than six. So are they a motivated team, Kev? Are the Sixers a motivated team now? To push I, during this restart. They're in the bubble, they're in the, the seeding games. Yeah. L- look, the thing is, they've
4: always should have been a motivated They always should have been, you know, getting themselves more focused and looking to make a run. They're just not done it all year long. Weirdly, though, I'll tell you, man, it wouldn't fully surprise me to see Embiid look to take over, to look to see yeah. Embiid be a A real driving force uh for this team. Their next game's against the magic. Like he should go out there and have his way with them. said that a lot about this team. Okay. So I have my concerns about Philly. If we get a discounted number because of Ben Simmons's absence, I will back them. But over the long haul, I told you this, okay? The game against the Pacers was enough to tell me that they were tough. Yeah they showed up and they didn't care. And then the next game they they reinforced it, but I don't care that they won. They won 30 of this bird. If this team was going to contend, the defense was going to have to be better. And they've showed up and they've not cared. And I don't care Rust, I don't care. Like you they, they so this is the difference. LeBron can flip a switch. Okay? The Sixers cannot. Because they've not done it all year long. It's, it's foolish to think that they have that ability. Because they've not shown it. There's far too many times they would have flipped this They have a high ceiling. Okay, but what does it matter if you rarely, if ever, hit it? And they just don't hit it. So that's the reality for me, Jared. Um, you got an odds boost that on that team. Odds people. boosts are always valuable. Okay? I, myself, it's you know, had I... It's a losing bet. It's gonna but be it's, it, the, only, the only way I would have ever made the bet is if I got the odds boost. Or okay. the only way I would I, when I, I feel good about it is because you got an Jeff odds. not getting
5: our money into the middle.
4: And that's how it goes sometimes. But it, it's, and look, could I find my, would I be shocked if all of a sudden, you know, my tone changes because I always find a way to come back around on that team? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. But it, they've just been the most frustrating team in the league this year. And what concerns me with the Ben Simmons injury more than anything that it gives them an excuse to not shake things up.
5: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I, I think you made an interesting point. The Simmons injury, while at its core, is really poor, obviously. It might give the Sixers a glimpse into the future. It mm-hmm. might give them an opportunity to sh- – and this is if MB does his thing, and we can we can yeah. continue it. Uh, we got
4: one more segment to go. We'll talk about that a lot more
5: when we get back to close up in Game 5
7: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: All right, guys, let's do it and let's close it up right here on in-game live, Kevin Walsh and Jared Smith. Once again, you go over to Sports Grid Radio. Pharrell on the bench will get the late crew started to keep up with all of that live action. Uh, Jared, not been a big night for us in terms of hockey. Uh, you know, you and I get together. We're always talking NBA, I think, for the most part there. Uh, the Maple Leafs are up 3-1 right now in the Blue Jacket. But there is a night game over on the ice uh, and one that you feel like maybe you have a, a little bit of, a, of an angle or lean at
5: yeah, I mean, I think the Jets are, I think you can stick a fork in the Jets, the New York Jets as well, but the Cal- the uh, Winnipeg Jets against the Calgary Flames tonight, I think you can stick a fork in them. No Shifley, no Line A. Two big losses. We thought Shifley might return. Line A looks like he's done for the rest of the playoffs. Very difficult situation for a team that I had a little bit of money on to win it all. Uh, they were a very dangerous team at full strength. They're not at full strength. First period under looks like a play here. Uh, and I would say if you really want to get frisky, maybe you parlay the under with the Flames on the money line. I think the Flames are going to win this game. I think the Jets are going to really struggle to find offense. Right now, I see minus 128 for the under, fir- excuse me, under first period, one and a half. That's where I would roll with this one.
4: Uh, I like it. I, you know, it's always exciting. I wish we had a, a night baseball game. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we do not. Uh but you know what that's that is uh that's how it goes sometimes and um you know we can still look at this live baseball board although again the opportunities that have been there uh you know we got you at least the push on the D-backs Astros game 13 nothing what a joke uh that that game is Brewers 5-2 nothing ever really doing there Braves Blue Jays good chance this one goes to extras like if i had to So right now the Braves are up. It's minus one seventy. It's plus one thirty eight for the Blue Jays here. Marcelo Zuna is at the plate. Like, how have you been playing extra innings game this year, or have you been playing
5: them at (sighs) all, Garrett? Extra innings is so tough, Kev. I think extra innings in baseball is the hardest live betting experience ever because you need to have a detailed outline of how managers approach. These situations. Which managers bunt? Which managers don't? Which managers pinch run? Which managers pinch hit? How do these managers play it? And because we've had such few opportunities to watch it and digest it, we don't have those data points yet. So you are betting blind, essentially. Now we do that all the time because we're human and we want action on games. But in terms of like an actual edge, On the extra innings. I can't find a discernible one yet. Because I don't have the information. About what these managers do in these spots. I want to know if Aaron Boone's going to bunt every time. Odds are he's not going to. But I want to know that for sure. I want 5, 10, 15 extra inning chances. To see what Aaron Boone does. We're not going to get that. The Yankees might play 5 extra inning games all year. The Astros have played a lot. Which is random. Or maybe it's Mm -hmm. not. I don't know. 2020. But uh, that's what I would need. I think. So. While I'm watching and I'm intrigued, I don't find the edge just yet. But I might at the end of the season after I see a lot of outcomes. But right now I just I need to know more about what these teams do. Lillard got the seventh assist on a three pointer at the buzzer. Seven assists for Lillard heading into the fourth. He needs one more in the fourth quarter for me to hit this prop.
4: You should be uh you should be good. Welcome back, Nick Marquesa. Uh Nick Markakis walk off home run. They win that game four three. Yeah. But I'll tell you this: for me, the one thing that I've liked with extra inning games, um, if you can if you can get it, like let's say you're in the eighth inning, right, is trying to play it over. If you get to extras, there it's just there's inherently a better chance of there being run. Imagine I told you each half inning was going to start with a leadoff double. You take your yeah. chances at both teams scoring. Um,
5: it's very very possible. But Nick Markakis. Uh, walks it off I'm there. I'm curious how that's, they're being booked, though, Kev. And that's... I haven't watched enough live lines to analyze it yet. I haven't done enough in-game lives with you during extra inning games. Maybe we'll get one. Will we get one? Do we get one right now? Maybe... There's, there's we, a game right now... Yeah, I was going to say, that's 6-6. But the total's not the there. Effort, though. Um, By the way, 59 it, is where the first quarter landed on in L.A.
4: Did you see what happened? With uh, one second left, Jeff Green hit a three. <laughs> So, but that's what I'm, oh my God. I'm telling you, I've not the market that most consistently oh will break heart. Consistent first quarter. It's it's first quarter NBA wow. total either direction. I don't know what it is. It, it just has to be the numbers for some reason are as sharp as they come. But you know what? It also I think is Funny. sometimes it's not that is you might play an over, okay, and the total was you know fifty six and a half. And the two teams, neither one of them cracks 25. And, well, it wasn't sharp. The thing flew under. But you'll sit there, and over a tw- over just the 12-minute yard, the amount of okay, – he missed a free throw. He shoots 90%. You, you bogey to lay up. Two wide-open wow. threes from a 45% shot. And, and, and it just need? adds up. It does. It's, it is all you need.
5: And it adds up, and it's a bit of a disaster. And, and Lillard it, it, has it will break your heart. 7-3 heading into the fourth. And because this game matters, and it's a five-point game, he's going to be playing most of the fourth quarter. Actually, he's he'll get subbed out probably at the beginning of the fourth, but he'll probably play the last six, at least the last six to ten minutes of the game.
4: Yeah. Look, look, look. Here's the thing, okay? I Because I, I I know this feeling, right? With a little bit of a juice. Please don't do me by the hook again. You will not lose this bet because of lack of it, Okay? Unless somehow the Blazers put this game away before he would need to sub back in, which they won't, you're not going to lose just because of a lack of they, yeah, The chances will tough. be there. The chances will be there.
5: The irony is, as miserable as this day has been, if I get the Lillard prop and I get Minnesota United, all of a sudden I'm only down like seven units on a day where I could have been down 15 easily. Mm-hmm. Easily down 15. And I hit five in a row to close the night. Yeah. It's hot and cold. And this is a good lesson to do because I had someone reach out to me like, oh, you're having a bad day. Like, yeah, no crap. I'm having a bad day. Trust me. I know. Uh, I know (laughs) I'm having a bad day. Thanks for your insight. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're like, oh, rough day. Hope you do better in the night game. Yeah, me too, bro. I hope I do better also. Um, But the, the moral of the story is if you believe in what you're doing every day, and you believe in your your own handicaps, or you're listening to us and you believe in us. We take I take my job very seriously. I take the records very seriously. I take the unit sizes very seriously. Kevin's been doing the show with me almost for a year now, and I'd be willing to bet that you haven't found someone, Kevin, that takes the unit size and the betting and the allocation as seriously as I do with how I, you know, organize my portfolio. We will bounce hey, back. Don't the you worry. Oh.
4: So- I I, I, I do believe that. Again. I remember my spreadsheet days. Um, you know what's funny?
5: <laughs> I love the, the your, spreadsheet. I like your spreadsheet days. I like. We're doing in game. We're doing a TMA tomorrow. You're gonna have a little more. That's
4: right. I'm gonna I'm gonna there I'm gonna was, jump in uh, there for a little bit. Montauk, hanging out in the Hamptons oh. this weekend. Bougie, very bougie. I thought it was a power situation. A day off. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Where, where do you get one of those? What do you mean? I don't know. Sleep. I'm Who like, that? No, it's complete I pass on it. I pass on it. You you get that during the day, during the the in between of early line and in game live. No problem. Amen. Uh that's that's when you that's when you find sleep. Man, I'm trying to figure out anything to close, leave the people with. I don't know, Royals lane fourteen and a half. The whole what a what a joke that game
5: yeah, is. Go, Royals, they took it off yeah. the board. How about this? How about this Lakers game? So thirty-six thirty one. You you're you're guessing the Rockets are able to close this out. Four and a half seems reasonable here. You got three and a half early. Three and a half was the spread, right, Kev? Yeah, I think close at three and a half. I would take four. I take up to ten with this Lakers, with this Rockets team tonight. You're right. I, I think mean, look, they're definitely. I think the Lakers yeah. are, are mailing this one in. I think that's blatantly obvious. Blatantly. I'll
4: obvious. Three, uh, uh, look, Talon Horton Tucker's in minutes. I like. I by the way, I think THT could be a good player, but. <laughs> Talon Horton Tucker's already subbed into this. Not against
5: the Rockets like, who are going for a playoff spot. Now, granted, no yeah, like points.
4: That's a good point. Um it, it's man, what's what it's gonna be ah, boy, what an interesting game. It should be Rockets, though. They're up 39-31. They should be able to roll this team. There's really nothing. Like, they, I you can't trust it. Jared, this game means absolutely nothing to the Lakers. Nothing. It makes no different, unless unless they mentally somehow couldn't handle losing a second game. It doesn't mean a thing to this Lakers team. They are the ones. Period. That's it. The Rockets right. have a lot to fight for. The Rockets have a lot to fight for. Um, man, I mean, have you seen these West standings? They are they are razor thin margins that we are talking really? about here razor-thin interesting. as to, you know, I'm sure the Rockets want to get off of that thick one. There's a lot of people think that they should be hunting the Lakers, that they might be a bad matchup for them. Mm. my reservation. But still, look, they've got the same record as the Thunder. They are a half game back of the Jazz. Like, if they win tonight, which they should, I think they'll go into the night as the four. What's unfortunate for them is it it does seem, though, they probably won't be able to catch it. Probably. Maybe not. Maybe not. Denver's got a really tough close to this bubble, but you know, because that would have been for them. And now maybe they don't want the three again. Maybe they want four or five. Maybe they want the Lakers more so than the Clippers. I disagree. I I, I think that they should be going for the Clippers. That's me. But this I is
5: agree
4: with you. Ra- you know what's six really and a
5: half by the way. They're up eight. Wow. They're gonna win by ten at least. They're gonna win by double digits. The Rockets should double digits. Yeah, they should.
4: They should. Frank Vogel should not really play AD. No, I don't know why
5: he's out there. I got it's a him little chilly. Like that last night? Did you like that last night? Yeah, By the I, way, Orlando City just scored, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna lose this bet again. It's I early. can't believe it's how bad early. I am in soccer today. I can't believe how eh, it's, it's almost halftime. I can't believe how bad I am in soccer today. I had a really bad day in soccer. Really, really bad. I
4: I have to think somewhat though. It was always you had what. Seven
5: parlays in a row in six, soccer? Six
4: parlays in a row. You were asking yeah. for it. You were asking <laughs> for a for a, for a bad I soccer. just
5: never want to lose, Kev. I don't like losing. Yeah, no, the no. only thing I hate the only thing I hate more than losing is not winning. <laughs> we go off <up> the air early. <laughs> this kid's gotta get it with that
4: one. I like it though. I get it. And honestly, I believe it. I believe that you believe that you um, believe that. Um that you hate not winning more believe. than losing. That you <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that'll do it for us here uh, on In Game Live. Again, it's been another fun two hours. It's flown uh, absolutely by. Uh, of course, we always appreciate the fellas uh, in the back, uh, Matt yes, and Dan, Thank job, you, guys, man. as always, uh, for your help. Head over to Sports Grid Radio, where for all on the bench, we'll get you guys set with all the live coverage there. That's Jared Smith. I'm Kevin Walsh. We'll see you guys next time.